Welcome to the Isle of Misfit Rolls, a 5e D&D actual play where the only difference between heroes and villains is perspective. Thank you all for joining us tonight, and don't forget you can catch this episode live, not live, you can catch this live right now, but you can catch this episode pre-recorded <laughs> on YouTube later on and on Sundays on podcast networks around the globe. Now, if I wanted to know what happened to our questionable group of heroes last session, where would I go? I guess I'll do it. I remember everything like a picture in my mind. Last time we started... Uh... <laughs> With me screwing up the intro, yes. No, 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 no. We, um, we found Goldie's body, and then we know we needed to do some recon on the tower, because bringing down the tower was going to help out the city. So we went and did some recon as clouds on the tower, found out that it has uh, multiple chains anchoring it to the ground. Um, those chains are inside of five chains specifically. Um, anchoring into the ground. There's also a platform in the middle that goes up and down. So we've figured out, and there's also an observation deck where you can get in potentially. So we did some recon on the tower, figured out what to do it, made some plans about how to get into it. Um, we went back to what was the name of the inn? Zenfly. Zenfly Inn. Other um, beautiful pictures. Yes. Absolutely. Collect ourselves for the night, talk about the things that we had learned. Um, then almost brought some of the kids into the principal's office to see what the enemies were up to and uh and laurel left us with a one-liner and it was really good and i think that's basically what happened am i missing anything anybody um there was a bird sound in a note oh two days we know everything's happening in two days apparently everything bad is gonna happen in two days yeah so we got a expedited schedule before everything goes bad does anybody know what the one-liner was I don't. I oh, it was something like about. Gonna... Uh, oh, Almas says something about like. Uh, yeah, when I get to live forever, um, you won't be alive to see it. And she goes, "No one will." Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> really good one. And then yeah, everything's happening in two days. Um, was it Lorelai? Was that her name? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Lorelai's marching out in two days. The concert is in two days. Seems like the whole big bad plan is happening in two days. Um, and that's what happened last time. So now that we know what's happening in two days, let's find out what happens right now on the Isle of Mr. Rolls. That could have been so much better. Adam just played the music. Let's see what happens today. And so, yes, last week, or previous episode ended with um, the group finding out that uh, two days as the note comes through. And now as Elric, Elric, Elric turns to the group and says, we have two days. What does the group do? I assume everyone just quietly gasps and everyone just goes to sleep. Um, I mean, I guess. (laughs) What is the group doing? You... Yeah. Are in the Zen Fly Inn. Well, you have now now know that it is two week or two days until something happens. Well, I mean, because I, I think it was just me, Chalk, and Avi out there because Almas and Laurel were having 
their little conversation or whatever? I think this was after. Oh, this was after that? Okay, I didn't after realize After the principal gathered. office visits. Okay. <laughs> so what is the group doing? Everyone's had their hot cocoa and their cookies and... Hot cocoa and cookies, huh? Uh, I'm going to go to bed, but I have a thing to do before I go to bed. So unless anyone else says anything, let me know. I don't think I do. Almost bedtime stories, go. Nothing serious. I'm basically... I'm muted. I've oh, yeah, you were. The whole time. I'm here chatting away. Don't mind me. Continue your sentence. <laughs> Did you have something that was going on? Because mine is just mechanical. It's not a really a, a thing. No, uh, we'll, we can talk. We can just like, I'll get on to rub their hands over eyes and goes, okay, we'll replan in the morning because I don't think we want to wait the two days. We want to do this as fast as possible. Yeah. I guess we'll replan tomorrow morning. Um. Well, Elred, do you know when we can meet with, uh, I can't remember his name, Eloise? Eloise? Yeah. yeah. I'm sure we'll be meeting tomorrow. Okay, as soon as you know something, let us know. And I'll do. All right, since we have times and places now, again, we, we've mentioned this before, Mike, how almost would every couple of days send a status report basically back to the Armada. Mm-hmm. I'm going to send another message. Uh, we don't have to role play it out. We can if you want. I've got more than enough slots to get it all across, but basically want to let them know. I've let them know like what are the best targets. Like this thing is, has interesting stuff and it has no defenses, blah, blah, blah. Basically just radioing to let them know to do it in two days. Cause there's going to be a lot of distractions. And then also they could send back up to my location as well. In that time frame, you just end up receiving back a broken message, but it did get through. You just hear all miss armada barrier command. Mm-hmm. Is that a thing I need to roll for? For no. the interference? Nope, it is what it is. Okay, but my stuff did get through, though. Because I would, you know if the, if the spell works or not. Yeah. Okay. And if I try it more times, it's still a similar thing? Yeah. There, uh, you're unable to receive any more messages through it. But they go out. Okay, cool. Now I will go to bed. Reinforcements are on the way, everyone. Don't worry. Almost his buddies are going to help come save the day. Nothing bad's going to happen. All right, cool. Hooray! And so everybody goes to sleep. Everyone is given a long rest. We're level 20. <laughs> and uh, as you awaken, you do smell a little bit of breakfast being made. And you all come downstairs to the main room. It looks like it's nothing fancy. It's kind of like some sort of porridge and whatnot. Is bowls are handed out with breakfast beer. This beer seems slightly thicker than previous beers you've had. Is it like, is it oatmeal and beer? Nope. The oatmeal is in the bowl, the beer is in the cup. But it is a, like, unfiltered, thicker mm. beer. Mm. Like, it's more of a, kind of a sta- an unfiltered stouter, which I don't know if that's a thing. But, um, yeah, so what is the group's plan for uh, today? How close is the inn to the tower? The tower is in the middle of the inner ring. Mm-hmm. And the inn is in the outer ring. Okay. So it will take some time to get to like it does it's not a quick you guys were able to get there very quick last time because you were super fast cloud people so we'll say for brevity's sake we'll say a good 45 minutes to get to thing because you're gonna have to kind of especially once you get into the inner ring like getting into it you kind of have to be quote-unquote sneaky you guys have an idea you've seen it from above you have you know how to get in and out now so i'm not gonna make you have to roll or whatnot for that 
and it's not as patrolled because there's no, so not supposed to be anybody in the outer ring, really. So, so what is the group doing? Are you making your way to the inner ring? Are you heading towards the tower? Are you heading towards the uh, Silver Leaf? Mm. Did we we didn't hear anything from anybody, right? Not yet. It is mm. still early breakfast. Other than uh, hearing last night that the concert's in two days. Mm-hmm. Do we know where uh, old boy is? Goldie? Eloise? Eloise. Oh, oh Eloise. I, Eloise. You assume he's probably at his estate? Estate. Okay. I guess I'll look at Aviana. What, should we talk to Eloise? Should we talk to the band again? Because I know we want to deal with the body if we can. But should no. we bother talking to him first or should we just go straight to them? I. We need that hole to hide the body in. Um. I think that that is incredibly important before we do anything. Um, I guess we see if we can get it today because I think we have to go tonight. If it was yesterday and it was two days, that means tomorrow. We have to be tomorrow night. We have to do it before then. Elred, did the letter say anything about when he might be reaching out again? Um, It it did not. It was seemed to be hastily rushed, like written. we have an area I can probably go see him. I know where he normally does his business. Can we come with you? Yes, I can. We can probably arrange a meeting if that is what we want to do this morning. What do you all think? I, I think that should be the first order of business. <laughs> Makes sense to me. Get that. See, because we it'll depend on whether he can help or not. Yeah. All right. Set it up. I think. All right, let's uh, start heading towards the inner circle. And then once we get there, I will go see if I can arrange a meeting with him. Okay. And we missed uh, him gather again. All your th- gather all your things. I don't know if we'll be returning to the uh, inn, depending on how things go. I think none of us ever leave anywhere ever <laughs> without all of our stuff. <clears throat> and yeah, so like 30, 40 minutes go by. You guys are all <clears throat> able to make your way towards the the inner ring of the uh, city and he leads you to an area there and he goes, okay, um, he normally frequents this, this particular establishment. Um, just give me a few minutes. And you see him kind Is of like... Is it a brothel? No, it's like a cafe. Okay. Eloise is too classy for that. Tebow? I mean, I've seen Bridgerton. <laughs> that makes one of us. You should change that. It's really good. And so, uh, yeah, a few minutes later, Elred comes back and goes, there's a park just down the uh, the road. We will meet him there. And, yeah, so I assume the group just goes along with it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, so you meet up with Alois, and he's just like, ah, yes, ah, I hear you got my note. We did. This, things are progressing faster than I thought. Um, I've put in a requisition for your... Uh, Portable hole. I should be able to get it by the early, uh, early tomorrow, or hopefully later today. Okay, we we definitely need it as soon as possible. So anything you could do to expedite it would be greatly appreciated. I will see what I can do. Was there something okay. else we asked for, or was that it? I think that was it. I think that's it. I believe that was it. Didn't we ask for like a wand of fireballs or something? Didn't ask for anything else. Not me. No, I'm just kidding. Yes. They've, um, one other thing I've, I have found out a little bit more information. Yes. uh, Anything you have will 
be of great help. I it sounds like there is a room above the uh, the council chamber that I believe could be where the uh, this gem that uh, Mana was talking about that is powering this could be. So where does that put it in the tower? That's below the observation oh. deck? Above. Yes, that was the other thing. Um, blueprints, right? Yeah, right. That uh, was it. Yes, um, so I don't per se have blueprints, but and he just kind of explains how it goes. It is a giant egg-shaped. It's normally on the ground. It's currently in the air. There is a levitating platform that goes up and down from the bottom. There is... So the observation deck... If you were to walk towards it, like from the outside in, there is a stadium style round step down seating. Think of like the ancient Greek um, theaters. So in the bottom, there is a round uh, round area where the speaker would uh, stand and talk to the uh, rec the rest of the councils and everyone would be sitting in a kind of. It's like almost like a funnel style design. So as you walk from the observation deck, you walk down stairs, which are also seats. Okay, so observation right. deck directly goes down into the amphitheater setup. Yes. And above that is where he a... believes the there is another large chamber or room that could potentially house this gem. Gotcha. He was so saying that. Oh, sorry. Okay. Could I have been like trying to, you know, draw out like kind of a map of what he was saying and like roll something to see if it's like, like it matches, so we have something to go off of? Well, I did. I I put a picture in chat. Oh, okay. Previously. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, oh, I see it. Mm -hmm. I see it. Okay. Good, good, good. Oh wait, no, that's Erica's pick. <laughs> that doesn't count as canon. For anybody listening, <laughs> uh, if you've ever seen like one of those like humidifier diffuser things that are like this shape with a little hole at the top it basically looks like that exactly yes and instead of shooting out diffused water vapor it's shooting out a magical barrier like yeah mm -hmm, mm -hmm. it doesn't smell like lavender though <gasps> what unfortunate and for are people watching i don't know if it'll show it on my phone oh, yeah. there you go <laughs> my hole an image because we're classy like that very nice and so, yeah, that's essentially what he quickly scribbles down for uh, the group. Oh, since if, you're here, any information about these chains? I don't have very much of uh, information on the chains. They, no, they were not there before the tower began to float. They, I don't know if they were buried under the ground and they just arose, but they were almost like it was magically lashed to these weights or tie-downs or some sort of anchors that also all of a sudden protruded from the ground. Right, because um, our first plan to deal with these, this is, this is not, not Aviana Erica saying, right, our first plan to deal with these is just, like, let it float into space. <laughs> Special now, delivery for Alma's spaceman. When we were inspecting stuff, did it look like the chains were coming out of the ground or, like, you know, maybe the chains had been, like, pulled up and left like a crater? No, the ground did not have any signs of being disturbed from the chains. But were the chains attached to the ground or the other towers? They are attached to giant platforms. Are like almost like uh, they are 20 by 20, 10 foot tall with a hoop protruding out of it. 
where the chains are attached to. Okay. Were the platforms already there, Elrith? No. That is odd. Okay. Well, so. Good to know. Okay, so I guess we can wait until... Is there a... There's no actual, like, guard or such around the tower, right? I don't remember. Did we see any? We didn't see any last time. Mm Mm-hmm. Because okay. um, we can make our way there if you'd like. No, I mean, it's more important for how it looked last night because if we're gonna go in, we're likely going to go in at night. Um, we could always just attempt chalk's plan on one of them just to see if it even is gonna work. You know, mm-hmm. which one was that one? The did just send it off into space. Turn the turn the stone to mud around it and see if it right, lifts out. Right, see if it lifts out. Because if yeah. it doesn't, then there's no point in doing that plan. If it doesn't work for one, it won't work for any of them. So we could just do that while we're waiting for the hole. Or again, we still could try to see about Goldie. But without the hole, there's not a mm-hmm. as much to do I, with that. I have an idea. Um, Eloise, do you know if there's any sort of like anti-magic field or anything like that to gain access to the tower? As far as I know, there is not. As far as... Uh... I've seen so far you just stand on the platform and then I believe someone from inside the tower either hits a switch or somewhere engages it and then the platform just lifts you up into the tower and then it gets sent back down. Hmm. At this point, you see somebody looking at the group and starting to walk towards you and is now approaching. What do they look like? Like, Do we recognize them? You actually... Give me a perception check. Damn it. I'll let two other people do it as well. Um, kind of check was that again? 18. Perception. perception. Ooh, don't, not me. Who wants it? Who wants <laughs> it? 18. Okay, I'll take I it. Roll. Isn't chalk perception? Take it, take it, take it. Do it. You're muted, Gray. Yeah, but I only got a 12 when I rolled. Oh, okay. All right. Well, it's not hard to see. This person is familiar. You saw them outside of the silver leaf. Is it the messenger or the guard? It is the messenger. Okay. He comes over. Uh, Alois, your brother has requested your assistance. You are needed. They are setting up for the concert. And he says, tell my idiot brother to get off his ass and stop drinking coffee and do something useful for once. Not my words, sir. Not my words. I apologize. You just see Alois like roll his eyes in the back of his head kind of thing. He goes, where is he needed? Where is the concert being set up? He goes, um, underneath the tower. He, goes, he just kind of stops and looks at the group and goes, um, I will head there in a, a few moments. Thank you. He just nods and he heads on his way. So the concert is underneath huh? the tower, huh? He, Alois kind of looks at the group. I was wondering where they were going to be holding this event. It seems this giant open area might be where they're doing it. Mm. It is one of the a large open area. We do not have that many of them in the city. It is like an amphitheater, correct? Inside Inside the tower. tower. This looks like, from what I understand, they'll be having this concert outside. Underneath a giant floating magical. Do we not think that she looks like she's contemplating? Does it not sound like? something will be conducted or energy will be driven through 
the tower as a conduit down to the body. I think, it, I think you're right, it could. So theoretically, as long as the body isn't there, this plan doesn't, their plan doesn't matter. Okay. Yeah. Um, well, if the, uh, that might not be true, if the energy collected will happen regardless, if there's no conduit or no receptacle, perhaps, it would maybe be worse. Probably not that much worse if they're trying to resurrect an evil god, but it would still be bad. So we'd still need to stop whatever they are doing. Yeah, I mean, it's very obvious. They're just trying to bring the body to the tower so they can do some uh, Aviano say woo-woo bad magic, right? So Bad stuff, yeah. The woo-woo, my favorite, my favorite fantasy sound. Wee-woo. The, the ambulance woo-woo, uh-huh. Yeah. Almost does it every time he casts Fireball. Yeah. <laughs> oh, it's his face thing. Okay, okay, okay. Oh, um, boy. So, well, Luis kind of looks at the group and is just like, I'm going to head towards um, the tower. I do not know if you wish to accompany me. If not, I don't know if you want to go talk with the uh, the pixies or what your plan is. Well, I had an idea because I know we were talking about infiltrating the tower. If we wanted to infiltrate a day before and do some recon, I know a few of us can go invisible and I have the mask of disguise. You know, I could use that to appear as someone I saw going into the tower and we could gain access that way for some recon. We'd have to do that this morning because, again, I, th- I think we have to go tonight. We, have- we can't wait until tomorrow. Because if tomorrow is the day where everything is going down, I'd rather deal with this before any of this conduit stuff can- becomes a problem. Yes, that's why I'm suggesting uh, recon as soon as possible. Okay, so... Um, Couldn't we just walk in with him? If you If I mean- you walk in with him... Maybe That's request to see if, from a, a bird's eye view, get a perspective mm-hmm. for layouts. If he does want me to help him plan this event, then yes. I could say I need to see have a view from up there to see if for a the word layout, the chairs or whatnot. Mm-hmm. That was kind of why I was suggesting, you know, the invisibility and stuff. Like, I don't know if they might ask questions. If you're with me, I believe I can get you access to the tower. And if you appear as if you act as an attendant, um, a party planner, you can get through no problem. And I think if we if we go see the pixies, we can maybe send one of them with you as well to act as a representative for them, because they're I'm assuming they're going to want to have a lot of say in their own stage layout. I think that would be happening. How picky they are. Simultaneously, a conversation with the pixies and him going with his brother, unless Alois, you could come down in a what an hour Tell- or so. Or tell them just come with us to get the pixies because your attendant oh, made yeah. a very good point that you should get a, somebody from them to come with you. Hey, with messenger man, go get one of the pixies and bring them to the tower. Yeah, so this whole conversation we haven't been having. He hasn't been here the whole time, right? The messenger uh, left after he delivered his message. Ooh, okay. okay. But good um, boy. Mel is just like, uh, I can go swing by the pixies hotel. It's not too far out of the way and then I will meet you at the uh, tower, if you'd like. Sounds like a plan. Okay, so did anybody want to go with Tally? Um, yeah, I'll, you know, everyone's favorite little buddy's going to be there for sure. I don't know if I need to go inside, but he'll be there. Eloise mm-hmm. pretty much is like, he can probably bring the group up to the tower if they'd like. I don't want to be anywhere where nobles may or may not be. I don't, I, no. We're going to hold that off as much as possible. Um, yeah, yeah. almost will stay so, with Aviana, but Mo will go. 
because that's within a mile, so I can hear and talk and yada 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 the whole thing. And then it's it's chalk and laurel deciding you want to go see the pixies you want to go get lay of the land maybe try seeing if the earth even turns to mud around be a good time to go try that yeah i think trying that might be a good idea mm -hmm. split the party this is how we dpk'd <laughs> almost last time you know what like the... <laughs> no, okay okay so the whole group is going to the tower currently like heading towards that area and then when you get there your the plan is to split up uh, I think we're we're gonna split up right now. I don't. Yeah, cause y you guys can send uh one of the pixies. Mhm. Mm yeah, we'll go tell a pixie to come and meet. Okay. So who's going with Alois to the tower? Me and Mo. And Chuck. Oh yeah, and Chuck, but Chuck's gonna stay down below, I think. Yep. Mm -hmm. And I'm gonna try to channel my uh my best like I don't know pixie representative vibe I can. <laughs> Maybe change okay. my look a bit. And the rest of the party is off to go get the pixies with Mel. Yeah, and go check on mm -hmm. and check in on them and stuff. Yep. Okay. All right. I uh, will go with pixie group first. And you get to the so it takes you a little bit of time. You get to the uh, silver leaf inn, and the guards are there, and they're just kind of like, uh, "Sorry, hotel is closed." <coughs> We're with the band. They just kind of stop. Uh, what band? Please don't make me uh, scale the building. <laughs> we would have walked at the front door yesterday. No, did we? Wait, hold on a second. Would we have? We <laughs> no, had missed We left form. it with clouds. Never mind. I didn't say that. Because <laughs> <laughs> we did walk out the front door. Uh, we have a message from um, the planning committee. They just kind of look clueless and Mel kind of just kind of shows a... Looks like a symbol or a piece of paper or something like that. Looks like it has Aloy's family crest on it. And he nods and he lets the group through. And then the group goes up. And it's just um, Captain of Keeping It Cool. Keeping It Real. Keeping something going. Just Dumog and Lana. So, well, those are the ones people like. People don't like Lana. Anyways. Uh, hey. Um... As we walk in the room, I'll look to Laurel to like, I know you want to look at the body, so just walk back there, I guess. I'll look to the, those two, like, hey, um, basically, we need one of you to come with us so we can look at the tower. They're about to set up the concert underneath the tower. Heads up. Yes. So, Trixie, come. Mana, and Crash are there. Great. You know what? While we're here, what's up with Goldie? Because this is still a dangerous situation. I want to make sure he's safe. That's why we stayed back with Goldie. We're going to go look at him, all right? What you want with Goldie? Just do some observations to figure it out, because people are coming after him, so I need to do my magic. I don't know you don't know magic that well. I'm going to do some magic to make sure everything's all uh, A-OK -okay with him. Do Mug no magic. Do Mug gonna... good at making people's head disappear. <laughs> uh, okay, one of those kind of magic. I got you. Uh, good one, guy. Do Mug cast fist. <laughs> Yeah, yep, yeah, uh-huh, and I'm just walking past him <laughs> with Laurel. I want you with me, because you're big. Um, yeah. Duma goes over and, like, kind of cracks open the crate. There, Goldie. Goldie's still here. Duma, keeping it real. Good, good. Laurel, what were you trying to do with this body? I know you wanted to look at it. Trying to see if I could remember anything if I was near it. As you, you want to try and cast a spell on it, maybe it'll also... Somebody want to smite it? 
She's Aviana says quietly enough that Dumag and Lana don't. It's not. It's not. This isn't a public suggestion. Are you smiting the Dark Lord's body, Mike? You're going to say something before that was even brought up. Lord, right now. Hmm. They're they're just they're just uh, they're just in like a little suit of armor that's empty. Touch it. Put your hand on it. <laughs> See if magic goes through it. Yeah. <laughs> she as you to, um... are you putting your hand on it. Yeah, she's going to reach out and put her hand on its shoulder. You go and you put your hand. The body is cool to the touch. And you hear Dumog say, hands off the merchandise. She just chuckles, doesn't turn to look at Dumog and says, I fought in the war over this once and would have fought them directly if I could have. Gives you a bit of a weird look. Dumog looks at you. Looks at Goldie, looks at you, looks at Goldie, and goes, hmm, you must be old. You know, look it. And uh, she's just going to, um, if focusing is not doing anything, um, it might be smiting time. Yeah. Destroy. My God, smite God, smite God. <coughs> um, so just... Making contact does not seem to do anything, Mike. No. Yeah, she's going to not look at Dumog, but take her um, spear uh, off of the sling she keeps it in, or on her back, and says, I don't think this will actually hurt it, but it might give us some answers. And before he can say anything to that, she's just going to drive the spear down and smite. Yes. Sweet. All right, roll to hit. No, you don't need to roll. Um, yeah, you your spear starts to glow and makes contact. It does not damage the body whatsoever. Dubag just kind of chuckles to himself. He goes, huh, "We tried that. Body indestructible." Hmm. I mean, that was the hope. To be fair, no flashback. No, no, no. weird. Surprisingly, not the hmm. only weird thing, Laurel. You hear almost a fluttering in your left ear, and a fluttering in your right ear. Like bird wings? Butterfly wings? Kind of like, um, pixie wings? She looks around as one of the stupid pixies there. Lana is directly behind you. <laughs> she just kind of, um, how old are you then? If you, if you fought Goldie, that means you were in the battle of light versus darkness. And she's like, huh. Interesting. Mana would love to talk with you about this. Um, what was it like? What was Unus like? What were the gods like? Mostly terrible, except for there was a bright spot. Mm. I always thought it would have been really fun to be part of that war. There's nothing oh. fun about war. Yeah, uh, that's probably the wrong word to use. Um, um, yeah, so concert. Yeah. The body should like... not go to the concert. What do you think they plan on doing? Resurrecting the god. Uh, you all said that Unus was in Sphia, in a different vessel. We don't know what they're going to put in it, to be fair. You think they'll put something other than Unus in here? Don't see why not. Doubt it. I think Unus is here, and just wants the better body. Hmm. Well, we can't let that happen, can we? Uh, no. no. Absolutely not. That's the point of us being here and taking care uh, of the body. Mm-hmm. Wish Sindrak was here. He'd know what to do. Oh, boy. No, we don't need him. Oh, He's God. fine. 
unfortunately. <laughs> no, we will get this handled, and I don't know, we'll get the body out of here. Worst comes to worst. It's not going anywhere near the inner ring tomorrow. Yeah, that's probably a good idea. Um, were you guys able to get your hole? Still waiting uh, on it. Yeah, got some folks looking into it. So, do we have an updated plan then? Um, and you hear like flutter, 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 flutter. It kind of like the circles around Laurel. What should I tell Trixie when they get back? Or should we go see Trixie? Oh, We're going to go see Trixie. What? You're going to stay here and protect the body. Mm-hmm. Okay. Don't leave that thing alone. No. If you're about to die, send us a message so we at least know that someone else has got it. She nods. Dumog like, hmm. No one touched Goldie when Dumog here. Other than you who just hit Goldie. <laughs> Dumog just kind of like shakes his head, closes the box. You, go talk. Go talk, Trixie. No tell her you hit Goldie. Trixie don't like that. It's Big fine. secret. Don't worry about it. Here, take grapes. He just hands you some grapes. Mmm. Generous. Thank you. <laughs> Can you eat grapes? Do you eat grapes? I've only ever seen you eat like eggs. Uh, like, we're gonna find eggs out. And beer and yeah. cod, raw and cod. cod, just gross stuff. Yeah. All right. What well, if, what is if it... you peel the grapes before you eat them? Then they're kind of gross. Yeah. Yeah. Anything that would be in a kid's like haunted house, I think almost could eat. <laughs> <laughs> all, all right. Is there anything spaghetti? else? Yeah. yeah. All spaghetti. Raw spaghetti. Yeah. Um. <laughs> so nothing else. Bodies protected. They're already there. So I guess we should catch up to the rest of them, right? Um, uh, I, I'm, I guess. But you just want to hang out here. <laughs> Look, I don't want to go anywhere where Lord Glasser may or may not come in and take a look at things. Okay. Well, I mean, if you want to hang out here, that's cool. I do have um a spell that Chalk put in my ring uh, that's supposed to be part of the plan. So I'm going to head up there just in case he needs me for the spell. Yeah, so yeah, yeah, go for it. I'll see you guys later. Um, Laurel, you know are you going oh, with all it'll, it'll be fine. Let's go. I'll just yeah. stay out of sight. All right. So uh, the three of you, or technically four, because Mel is with you, head towards the tower. Of but already there, approaching the tower is our other party: Alois, Elred, Chalk, Tally, and Invisible Mo. And so as the group gets to the the uh, the, t- the tower area. So, like, yeah, just so remember, it's a floating tower, five buildings around it, chains running to, not to the buildings, but just in between the buildings and the floating now egg tower are the 20 by 20, 10 high, with a half loop of chain sticking out from under, from the top of them, and then a large chain, about each chain link is about the size of a car, that runs towards the tower, and it goes about a third of the way up. And is attached there at the that point where the anchoring point is on the floating tower. There are what looks to be a ballista type thing where they have a couple of guards maintaining like that spot. But they don't really look like they're too worried. But unlike yesterday, where this area was not very busy, this area is now full of hustle and bustle. As you people, as you see people setting up chairs and tables and a stage and tents. And also all sorts of festivities. You see some carts being there on the outer, on the outside there. It looks like each area, by each tower, by each of the smaller towers, which is represented by each of the five families of the council, 
are all have their own color motif. Looks like each of them is setting up for like their guests kind of thing. As this whole thing is being brought to you by the Council of Kostche. So what is the group doing led by Tally, Chalk, Invisible Mo, and Mo is during this all this, Mo is sending back information to Almus. So the rest of the group, Almus, you are getting information. So when you arrive, you already pretty much know what's going on. Yeah, I'm so kind of taking Elrid's lead. Or not yes. Elrid, uh, Alois. Yeah, Alois is there. Elrid is also there. He's just kind of stuck. He goes, um, so what part would you like to see? I'm going to avoid seeing my brother directly. But he probably wants me to oversee our family's area getting set up. I was hoping to see the inside of the tower firsthand. I can arrange that, I believe. And so he starts making his way through all the hustle and bustle of the people setting up all the chairs and the concession stands. Looks like there's going to be a lot of like knick-knack kind of night markety stands going on during this concert. Looks like there's a couple merch booths going on type of thing. And you walk past all that. And from what you can see, it looks like where the platform normally is. It looks like they've set up a round stage, almost like a donut, with the platform that lifts up and down to the egg in the middle of it. So it looks like it's going to be a 360-style concert, fully surrounded with screaming fans, something that would almost make Swifty jealous. The band's going to come down on the platform. Who knows? But as you get close to the stage, you do see... Uh, Trixie and the uh, a couple of the pixies. They're just kind of buzzing around, barking orders at people. No, that goes over there. Not there. Oh my god. It's a, where's Dumog when you need him? These people are not keeping it real at all. Um, yeah. I'm oh, hey! Gonna... Oh, yeah, I'll go. Hi! And wave. <laughs> but I don't really stop for chit-chat. Um, I'm just following Alois to scope out the tower. Oh, as Alois goes like under the stage area because it's on a raised platform kind of thing it goes under the stage and you get to the actual platform there are a couple guards there and they're just like uh sir the um this area is closed off for today and for the next couple of days due to the concert all activity and business in the tower is suspended he goes yes yes i know i know um yes i just need a bird's eye view of the venue to properly grasp what needs to be set up as per yannick he goes oh um just give me a moment, sir. Uh, I'm sure this should be this will be okay. And obviously, these people instantly know who Alois is. They welcome you all onto the floating platform. Sick. And he kind of looks straight up. Is everybody getting on the platform? Chalk, you're hanging back, I assume, by your head shaking. I am nowhere near what this is going on. I have no disguise whatsoever, and I'm a lizard folk in a elven city. So you are hanging off, obviously, really far back in the, not by the area. You're off hiding. What are your, what is your plan? I haven't decided yet because okay. I have no means of conceal. Aside from turning into an animal, I have no means of uh, concealing yourself. Concealing myself, aside from being stealthy. Okay. So you think of what you want to do when you have figured it out. I'll jump back to you, but we'll continue on with the rest of the, the Last little bit of the group going, I guess it would just be Mo, Elrid, um, Alois, and Tally, and yeah, so you're on the platform, they signal up, and the platform starts to raise. Does elevator music start playing? 
Uh, no. Unfortunately, oh. there is no music with this elevator. It's pretty Bummer. old school. And so, yep, it raises up. It does make a very satisfying click when it hits. As it's as it's rising, can I um, mm-hmm. go to the edge and, like, is there the same, like, sort of force no. field as the observation deck? There is not. If you were to walk off this platform, you would fall. Are you going to attempt it? Uh, no, I was just curious. Yeah, as you walk to the edge, the guard kind of puts a hand on you. So um, I wouldn't recommend that. And yeah, so the elevator reaches the top, and you are now at the bottom floor of the uh, the tower. The guard motions for everyone to step off the platform, and you're so. inside this tower. The tower is like a smooth, like almost like a granite, like it's a smooth stone tower. And Alush is like, oh, thank you. Yes, um, we'll be heading up to the observation deck. The guard just kind of nods. And yeah, you kind of go through a couple staircases and stuff like that. And eventually you make your way up to the, uh, you see there's offices and stuff like that in the bottom third. You can see where it branches off to potentially go to what you would assume would be the anchor points where the guards and the um, ballistas are. And yeah, so he leads you to the observation deck. You were at the observation deck. You're about two thirds the way up the tower. Um, he's like, uh, yes, let's just walk over to the uh, edge. And you again, if you feel there is that barrier at the observation deck and you can oversee the um, whole courtyard there. So, um, what, what do you need to see? Is anyone else like the, the guard that was there? Is he still around or did he walk away while we we're at the observation deck? Nope, he walked deck? away. You guys pretty much have, they're usually the odd person walking around. But not very many. It looks like like it's essentially this is a government building and it's a statutory holiday. <laughs> so, um, hold on. I'm gonna be probably big dumb. I'm gonna cast invisibility on myself if I can like. Or first, can I try to hide somewhere <laughs> before I do that? Uh, are you gonna talk to Aloise or Elred, or are you just gonna run off? No. Oh, I'm gonna try and do some recon within the tower if you guys want to stay here and chit chat and pretend like you're doing something you can say i went to the little tiefling's room i don't care but i'd like to see more of what's going on within the tower like okay um i doubt there's many people in the uh yes you might, you might as well might want to go to the there is a small room over on the side there at the and then if you head through that door over there, it will lead into the uh, the amphitheater. Okay. And I'm gonna so you're just... able to sneak away if you want to cast invisibility on yourself, go for it. Yeah, I'm going to do that. Um, and my next goal is I, I want to try and explore that area above the amphitheater or find a way to it they were talking about. Okay. I was like, if you would have asked them, they probably could have showed you where it was. Oh. But yeah, so as you look around, I come uh, back invisible and I say, (laughs) hey, hey, hey guys, it's me. It's it's Dolly. Um, where, where's that, uh, platform above the amphitheater or the room? I think it was, uh, uh, yes, you know where we should set up some chairs. We should definitely set some chairs up over, over there by the north side. Yes. We should probably head over that way to get a better view of that area. And they just kind of like make up some noise and they walk through an area and then they kind of like oh yes oh this thing's always in the way that door over there oh let's go check on the other side of the building let's see if there's a um 
way over there. I go in the opposite direction of their very obvious clues, and I don't. <laughs> so you no, head I, up towards... I, I pay attention to what they're saying and kind yeah. of follow. So they kind of motion you towards what looks to be a hallway that goes to a staircase. And the staircase kind of starts to kind of go go around. You go like probably what would be equivalent of four or five stories worth. And then you get to a large metal door set in a stone frame. Can I check it for traps? Sure, roll me an investigation. Um, can, can, no, please don't do that. Um, uh, 14 plus 7, 21? Looks fine. Is it open? It is not. Can I pick the lock? You can certainly try. Oh, 21. Yep, click. It opens. I go inside. As you enter... It's, it's quietly as possible. It is a heavy door. It does make some noise to open. But as you get there, as soon as you open the door, you can feel the air in this room is heavy. Like, does it feel magical or just like... Yes, extremely. Okay. Almost like there's, like, the air here is, yeah, it's thick with magic energy. Um, as I enter, do I see anyone in there? It doesn't seem to be, but as you enter the room, you do see it is a large dome-style room. With a giant opening in the middle. And that's all I see? Do I see the same sort of like magical force that I saw from the top? Yes, and as you follow it down, in the middle of the room, you see what seems to be a metal rail. And sitting in almost like a holder, you see a large blue gem. That's probably three feet tall, two feet wide. I think this is probably stupid if I have it. <laughs> um, I'll pull Esme out of my jacket because I assume she's been on me because she's floating around. Um, can I have her touch the gem and cast Identify? You can try to get her to. I will try. <laughs> I can always I, just bring her back. Yeah, as Esme gets close to, like, around the rail area that's probably like think of it as like almost like an exhibit at like and as she gets closer and closer she's getting more and more resistance and as she casts identify on it she just kind of almost goes comatose as there's almost like so much information from this thing that it overloads her not me because i'm casting it through her yes do I get any information? No, it just comes in as a whatever kind of barrier there is on this whole thing. This is also encased in the style of barrier. Dumb, but I think I have just a random dagger. I'm going to try and throw it at the thing and just see what happens. Okay. I'm dying tonight, guys. Do I have to, like, you want me to are roll you, So you're throwing a dagger. You, how hard are you throwing a dagger at this thing? Uh, not super hard, just enough to see, like, you know, if it just, like, like, ricochets or whatever. Maybe hard enough to, like, actually, you know, fuck it, fuck my arm. I'm gonna try and, like, stab through it. Just a little stab. If okay. I lose a hand. But I'll do it with my offhand, just in case. I don't want to lose my good one. Okay. It, it hits it. Okay. Does it pierce the crystal at all, or does anything happen to me? Nope. It just kind of hits it and just kind of like, you do see like a spark come off of it. Okay. 
I think the last thing I want to do is search for any type of switches that could activate or deactivate the magical properties of the crystal. There's no switch on it or nothing like that on the rail even and stuff like that. You, and you've had to climb over the rail to get to this coast. And as you go, you are feeling like pushing, like a constant push away from this thing. The amount of like magical energy this thing is producing is astronomical. Actually, you know what? Give me a constitution saving throw. Oh, you know how good I am at those. Um, six. A six? <laughs> <laughs> well, that one's that's fine. Changing. Yeah, so as this energy's going on, that little part that you chipped, mm-hmm. you can feel like some of the energy like start to almost bleed out of it. Mm-hmm. And as you blink a few times, it yep. just goes, it just turns black. Your vision. Okay. And we'll catch back up what happens to you later on. Um, I right, right. do. I have to make a like. I didn't take damage though yet, right? Damage, no. Okay, I was only asking because of the invisibility and its concentration. You definitely do not have concentration anymore. I'll just say that. Cool. Great. Cool. Your vision has just faded to black. You're poking essentially, yes, a fantasy nuclear reactor. <laughs> Watch the world burn. Mm-hmm. All right. Cool. Yep. Uh. So yeah, the group is now the rest of the group has now reached the the town square essentially, not the town square, the you know, city hall. You can see all the crazy hustle and bustle. Uh you do get Almus, a mm-hmm. message from Mo going uh uh Tally, uh she, she she fainted. Oh. Where where are you at? Uh, the the top of the tower, the gym. The top of the tower? Make sure all the way up here at the top, tippy top. Yeah, you have a conversation with yourself. No, I'm not gonna do that. It's silly. <clears throat> All right, so he's with her, yes. and he reminds she. He lets me know that she passed out. Yeah, she has lost her invisibility and is now collapsed, laying at the bottom of this gem. Fucking hell! Uh, keep an eye on her. Let me know if anyone shows up. Over now. Meanwhile, Aviana is just like looking out for chalk and just have casually like chatting with Laura. But like, do you see him down there? Like, is he? I mean, I guess he wouldn't be because he can't really be out and about. Out and about. Oh, oh, no. he, can't, he can't really be out and about. I tried very hard not to do any oots there, okay? You didn't say it, Mike did. You said it perfectly. <laughs> Aha! Yeah. You did good. To be fair, I also I had to think about it. I had to think about it very hard. Yeah, it's out and about, I'm not, not oot and about. <laughs> I like saying oot and about just to give in to the stereotype. Oh, yeah. I thought about it too hard. Anyway, yeah, I guess we probably should find him then. Doc, what are you doing? Seven foot lizard man, where would I be hiding? Probably He's not just trying to observe the square right now, since it's overcrowded. You'd be pretty easily spotting your rest of your party walking through as they approach the square. Well, that's that's fine. I don't want to bring any attention to myself. We're looking, okay. we're trying to look, spin around. Do we? Can we see him if we're if we're looking for him? Roll me some perception checks. Nope. No, what if can't. I investigate where Chalk is? No, I'll do. Uh, I got an eight, baby. The Seventeen. Classic. Laurel, did you, did you look for him? I, I'm having problems. Okay, there we go. Twenty-one. Boom. Doc, if you're trying to hide, roll me a stealth. I got a seventeen. Like, I guess he's like not around, but would he be far? Anybody who rolled higher than Chalk seventeen has spotted him. He's <laughs> over there. Huh? 
He's over there. Oh, okay. Yeah, right there. Yeah, uh-huh. Mm-hmm. I saw him too. <laughs> okay. Yes, we all see Chuck. We all saw Glasses. Chuck. Mel's like, at, yeah, he's right at, there. At, at the same time, we all saw him. Hmm? And she kind of leans over to no, all this. I, have, I don't think she saw him. I, I mean, I have goggles. Like, it's not dark out. I'm fine. It's a, there's a lot of people, okay? It's what very busy. What brand are those goggles? Not a lot of. Okay. Hmm? Those goggles you have, brand are those? Off. Never seen one like that. Off. <laughs> <laughs> That's the brand. All right, let's go. To, we'll like walk over name, to Jock. Huh? Jock, are you like trying to hide from them or like trying to stay away from them when as they're approaching? Also, well, like, well, well, like if, if I see it casually, I'm not gonna approach, but I'll stay. I'll stay where I am, but I'll, I'll let them approach me, right? Okay. So the group approaches Jock with Mel. All right. Hey, bud. Um. Oh, hey, Mel, did you want to go check on the Pixies, see how they're doing? Yeah, uh, I'll go check on the Pixies. I'll go, I'll go let Trixie know we're here. We're Sounds real good. busy. Yeah. One question, though. Um, would it be weird if I asked her for an autograph? I don't and, and know. Just, just, never mind. And she goes kind of, kind of half skipping off. Act like makes a gesture towards the, the square. Square busy. It's like. No one thought to give Chuck Mask of Disguise. Oh, that would have been a good idea. Almost got any... No, nothing I can do. Um, by the way, heads up. In a second, I'm going to have to go save Tolly. She's apparently passed out at the top of the tower. But before I do that... What? What yeah. did she do? I don't know. She's just knocked out. Mo's with her. She's fine. While How we're here... How are you going to get up? Magic. Um... <laughs> like, loud magic or no. subtle magic? Very subtle. No one's even going to know. Because um, I know where it is now. Um, but before I do that, and I'm going to rush up there and help her in a second. Chalk, do you want me to sneakily try the plan? Because I don't want you to use your energy up when I've got an extra one just hanging out, ready to go at any time. He nods. Try. Okay. I'm going to walk to one of these rings, the pill, uh, anchors, mm-hmm. that's away from everybody else. Well, they all to- have... People kind of setting up around them or mm-hmm. going by them. Yeah. All five of them. Yeah. Each one is representative of one of the families. And they're all kind of like setting up their like concert area. Mm-hmm. No so problem. They, they all have some people around them, but you can just go and do it like covertly. Yeah. That's what I, I plan to do it uh, stealthily. So, yeah, I will go and like be off to the side because I think now, Gray, you have that spell. What's the range on that spell? Uh, let me just find out for you. Uh, where is it? Transmute. Uh, 120 by 40 foot. Okay. I will be 120 feet away, and I'll make sure that Chalk's seeing me so we can see what's going on. 40 foot cube. 40 foot cube. All right. I will make a 40 foot cube around that anchor turn into mud, right? Isn't that the plan to turn the ground into mud? That's exactly what it does. So I'm transmuting rock 120 feet away, trying to be covert. And seeing and if we can get this anchor out of the ground. And it's it's not like dense mud or anything. It's flowing mud. So it's really, really loose. Okay. Right. It's 40 foot cube. Yep. Mm-hmm. Now, again, I won't do the entire thing. I will do around the anchor. I'm not like, there's going to be people standing 20 feet away. I'm not trying to get them in it. Make just the density where it's like, just that there's some stuff like leaning against this big pillar. It it's going <laughs> to, it's going to happen. <laughs> I'm just not trying to kill everybody if I don't have to. Yes. <laughs> 
trying to limit casualties, but there'll probably be a couple. But if it happens, it happens. Yeah. And so, yeah, you covertly go to cast it, and yeah, you see what looks like to be some sort of snack cart kind of starts sinking in, like almost like quicksand-esque. And yeah, the whole area turns to... How long does this last? Uh, until dispelled. <laughs> Forever. <laughs> so yeah, the whole area just kind of goes muddy. You do see this thing, if it was 10 feet above ground before, in all the commotion, it's probably moved a good 5 or 6 feet. Is Tally just slowly sliding along the floor right now as the building tilts a little bit? It's not enough to like tilt the actual tower. There's the title, boys. We did it. He said the thing. <laughs> so it, it did move a good five feet up. Up. Tilted towers. Good... And it's 40 feet down. So what's going on there? What do you mean? The, 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 ta- the whole thing lifts up a little bit. Yeah. But and it's, that compl- chain does slack a little. It slacks. Okay. And it actually, it's becoming, uh, it's running. So it actually, it starts to lift up and then it kind of starts to sink back down because it's actually starting to, the weight of itself now is pulling it. So it actually starts to tilt the tower slightly towards that current direction a little bit. Okay, I'm going to leave it like that. And then it kind of goes back. It's almost like in a fight with the, you can tell when this was made, it was like very strategically balanced. And so like it kind of goes up five feet and then kind of drops down two feet. And it kind of goes up another foot, then drops down three feet. It's kind of like almost fluttering in this mud. But the tower is not pulling it completely out of the... No. Of the thing. Would I get the impression if we did it to all of them at the same time that that would happen? There's a much better chance that this could lift off with those. Well, I'll look at Chalk and give him a big thumbs up. Um, and then I'm going to dimension door to the top of the tower because I've seen it through Mo's eyes, and I also know where it is. I will dimension door to where Tally is. Okay, you're in the room now. As you land there, you see your magic kind of almost flutters, and then you dimension door another like 20 feet to the right. Okay, where's that put me? I'm still you're up still there. You're still in the room. Just, just yeah. not where <laughs> I thought it was going to be. You're just gotcha. like, and then you kind of feel like you just went through like a magic car wash of your like it you felt you went through a barrier of some sort. It didn't feel great. You feel yeah. a little woozy, but you still have your wits. Okay. Um, so now we have the party split again, Mike. I'm here for Tally. Let me know whenever you want to do that, or you can switch to whatever you want to do. Um, so you're not. So Tally is within a what looks to be like, you know, velvet rope handrail. Mm-hmm. And there's probably like handrail, then five feet, then this three by two gem stone. That is protruding, shooting like an energy beam straight up. Mm-hmm. And at the base of it is a passed out, knocked out tally. Yeah. Um, I will go over there. Is like a foot hanging out or something? She just kind of collapsed like a sack of potatoes right at the base of it. Yeah. Um, I'll go underneath the little rail and grab her. Okay. Are you reaching yourself in or are you using something to try to hook and pull her out? Mm, yeah, I'll throw a lasso at her foot. Have Mo tie it off. Start yanking her up by her foot, dragging her body. As Mo gets close to it, you can almost see him starting to phase out of existence. Give me a con save for Mo. Oh, his con's probably not great. What's this guy's con? Oh, plus zero. Love it. Uh, fourteen flat. 
as Mo just tightens off the knot, he goes to give you the thumbs up, and you just see like he's almost like just goes translucent and just kind of fades. All right, I'll snap him out if I have time to put him in a pocket dimension before he goes away. Okay. Um, and I'll start dragging her up. You have a limp tally. A smacker. She takes one point of damage. Come on, <laughs> enter that hard. Okay. It was like. Do you want me to enter that? Up? No. But, uh, yeah, it's not enough to uh, wake her up. Mm. Can I? She isn't taking damage is the problem. So I can't just heal her. I guess I've got one. Can I give her a potion of healing? Sure. Just to see if it does anything. All right. I'll open her mouth and pour that in. I'll say it wakes her up. Okay. Very cool. She's groggy, kind of like, you know, you're feeling a little hungover. I'm no stranger to that. You good? What's going on here? Yeah. What happened? Well, found you passed out in a ditch, so that's not great. Oh, yeah, I was I was trying to see if um you know, if this thing could be damaged in any way. Turns out it can, but also I guess uh you know, it has a pretty bad reaction to being damaged. Yeah. Well, I came up to help you. And I'm I'm observing the room, you know, you gave us the description of what happened before. And I'm looking at this thing. Can I make an Arcana roll to try to figure out if I can determine something about this that we don't already know? Uh, sure. All right. Time for Arcana, baby. Oh, nat 20 plus 9 for a 29 total. Oh, shit. Hell yeah. I might actually have to pull up my notes. Tell me what this crystal is and how to destroy it. <laughs> Thank you very much. Yes. Nah, see, that was a DC 30. <laughs> <laughs> So, looking at this crystal, you can easily tell this is what is powering the barrier that is around the city. This, you can also tell, is interfering with some of the magic, your teleportations, mm-hmm. and stuff like that. This seems to be affecting it. This is, uh, the source. Yep. This is a source that is causing a lot of the disturbance in the magic field. This is disturbing the weave. That is like the magic weave that is going on through this, through Vertes. And as far as destroying it, you can see where it was damaged by Tally stabbing it. It does give off like some sort of magic radiation, but a hard enough blow will destroy this crystal. I'll look at Tally. This might be jumping the gun, but we're here. Um, I think I can get rid of that, but we're going to have to leave immediately because I don't know what's going to happen. Okay. I mean, let's do it. Do we need help? Uh, I, I'm literally going to give it the biggest thing that I can possibly do. I mean, I could try to help as well. I don't have anything as big as what you can do, but I might be able to do something. Yeah, let's, uh, let's see missiles. what happens. <laughs> let's see what happens. And um, yeah, this is going to be bad. Anyways, all right, Mike, I'm going to do the dumb thing. I could do my okay. <laughs> You can do yeah, do something with me. Let's yeah. double it up. Yeah, Question. let's double it up. Do you um, have dispel? I don't. Okay. I can only pre- do damage. Okay. You you do you prepare your biggest one. I got two things, Mike. I'm gonna do a dispel magic at fourth level. Just in case there's any kind of protection, whatever ward, blah 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 blah. I don't know if that matters. I don't know if it doesn't, but I'm getting one shot at this, so I'm gonna go ahead and burn that. Dispel magic okay. so I can damage this thing. Take away its magical property that would stop it from being destroyed. Almost thunder or lightning. Ooh, let's bring the thunder. Okay. And I've got right. my 
my crystal out. I'm going to hold on to you because once this happens, we're getting out of here. Yeah. All I'm right? prepping a third level chromatic orb thunder right. damage. Almost closes his eyes and then opens them up. And oh boy, they're a different color. Um, oh, and basically, I like to imagine it as like, you know, like the sun lets off all those like weird little spindles solar of flares. all that inner solar flare. Yeah, I'm going to basically cast a solar flare as I'm casting disintegrate at this at this crystal, which it doesn't it can't make a saving throw. So it's going to take 10 D6 plus 40 force damage whenever roll it. I want to know the number. OK, I will roll that for you. Maybe your biggest number of the campaign. We'll see. All right. And then Tally, you roll your damage first. That might put it over the edge. Oh, 19 plus seven is a 26. Do I hit damage? No, that's that's it's, I have to hit. Oh yeah, yeah. You can't miss it. It's uh okay. it's a gem in a holster. I forgot what a D eight looks like. Okay, there we go. This one two. My I hope to god that this rolls high. Just because I want to see a crazy number, you know. Wait, are we oh. wait uh Nobody's I don't in get this sneak attack, right? Tower. <laughs> we know people are in that tower. You we brought people in that tower. I, I hope they can get out in time. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Here we are. Six is sixteen plus seven, twenty-three. Okay. Points of 23. thunder damage. And then, I like, sorry, twenty-three points of thunder damage. Okay, twenty-three. Mm-hmm. And seventy-six points of force damage from disintegrate. Okay. The gem has one hundred. Luckily, the dagger attack from earlier did one damage. There we go. <laughs> and as it goes, you see it start like you weakened it with your dispel. You kind of like you can't dispel the magic and energy. There's too much of it. But you can kind of at least and you specified what you're trying to kind of like weaken a barrier. It hits with the thunder. The thunder kind of breaks a bit and then you disintegrate it. You just see and it just starts to, like it just starts to crack and you see it's kind of spider start spider cracking throughout this gem. You see the energy that's being shot up start to it's like a dark blue directly from it, and then it starts to go into a bit of a lighter blue, and then almost starts to flicker a little bit, and then it stops shooting the energy out. You audibly, looking from the outside, you see the bubble just start to flicker and flicker, and then it goes. There's no dome anymore, protective barrier. Is there sheer chaos on the streets now? People are now yelling and, like, are just, they're confused. Yep, that sounds right. And they're like, what the fuck? Everyone's looking around like, what the hell? Okay, while the the city starts, like, Chuck turns to to Aviana, and uh, as well as Lauro, says, cause panic. And Chuck's gonna go to the next stone (laughs) to to use the transfuser on. Is it still floating, is the question? Right now it is. Chuck, as you run over to the thing, you look and you see the chain slack. Oh. <coughs> Is it coming down? And you start to see the tower. Almost tally inside the tower. You feel a weird feeling in the pit of your stomach. And then all of a sudden, it starts to slowly and then start picking up speed. This tower is falling out of the sky now. Quick question. That crystal, you said it dissipated. The crystal did not get destroyed. It's cracked and now shattering. Oh, it is actively destroyed. Because if it was yes. anything left, I'm going to take it. But you said there's not. Cool. No, 
it's turning into like dust. I'm looking at Tally. I'm like, uh, I'll put my hand out. I take his hand. Dimension door. Back down to where the group is. Uh, wah. You look up, you're like, what? I don't know if I'm still in the blast zone. As this giant fucking tower is now falling from the sky, yeah, people um, are scattering, people are running. Um, how far away did we land from the tower? What's Dimension Door? 500? I went back to where the group was at because the tower's only 100 yeah, feet up. How far up. are we? I have 500 feet total, so. Well, we um, have to be a fair distance out because we're where the rocks are that are yes. attached by the. Well, yeah. I hope they have Featherfall. Um, we're at the, we're, we're, so we're only there, though, so we're probably not close enough. We're probably too close still. We don't know how big of a shockwave this giant fucking tower is. Uh-huh. You have a giant yeah. skyscraper dropping. Um, everyone is just like. My plan won't work anyway. Two, okay. It's 2.15 at the bar, and someone just turned the lights on. Oh, and everyone's. God. So, so Chak, uh, Chak knows what he's doing. I don't know about everyone else. I mean, uh-huh. run. We got plans. Oh, how long does it I, take do you to you... cast Misform? <laughs> oh, I don't have Misform. Right we won't have enough oh, time. Damn it. Anyway. Um, All right, Almus, uh, can you dimension door again? Nope. All of a sudden, Almus just pops up there with Tally. Yeah. Ah! Do we don't know uh, what happened. I don't know. Run! 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 So Chak, so Chak is just kind of like shaking his head and goes over to a nearby tree because we're in like a open area, right? Mm-hmm. Ooh, slowly enclosing area. <laughs> yeah, and then like he just like knocks on the side of it and like proceeds to like reach for the tr- the trunk and like pulls the bark back, creating a por- uh, as he's uh, casting um, transport via plant. And he starts. He starts stepping through, and like looks at everyone else, and come. Yup. Good plan. Where is it? Trans. Where is it? What's the on the other side? Yeah, it's transporting to a tree uh, near the edge of the wall, or like on the inside of the inside of the wall, of the city. But because we were traveling through it all, on the outer ring. Yeah, on the outer ring. Perfect. Oh, okay. The yeah, tree you in hop- front of the Zen fly in that one. Yeah, that one sounds good. And there's a park just down the road, we'll say. It's like, um, if there were any of the pixies or anything, I'll like shout over to them to see if they can like. Oh, we don't get have time. Through. There's no time for that. No, no we're not happened. sure what the. Well, I didn't know how have... close they were to us. Just the to, spell like, doesn't have that much of a duration. I'm lucky if I get the entire party through it. Yeah, how okay. far we are away. Yeah, no, we're in that portal. We're at like. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Hey, so hey, yeah, Mike. you action dash. Oh. I have an insane thing. Do it. Today is the day of insane things. Today is the day. So the channel divinity for the Oath of Glory Paladin is Peerless Athlete, which gives you, um, like, increased physical ability. It has specific parameters for, like, the actual thing. But, like, Basically, what Laurel wants to try to do, seeing this tower fall and remembering that she had been here before and she thinks she was here with um, someone incredibly important to her, and she remembers being told to, you know, trust in what she thinks she could be rather than what other people expect her to be. She wants to try to anime, like, jump up and stop the tower from destroying the Fucking so that might not be possible, but that is what I'm (laughs) pitching to you. 
Okay. You're like Deku, like try to just like launch. You're not going to catch the whole tower. <laughs> mm-hmm. I will How does say the though. Even work. I will say like as the tower lands. And as it hits, it kind of sends a ripple effect through it, and almost like chunks of this thing start flying. As the group is about to try to go through, they are about to be crushed by a giant chunk of tower. As you use your channel divinity, and you feel this holy energy come through to you, you go to catch it and stop it before it crushes your party. The boulder stops probably about five or six feet in front of you. There is a golden aura around you like almost like an like a, a projection a natural projection style like i don't know if you've ever in marvel there's a character called armor they have like a glowing mm-hmm. kind of sticks out their hand like it sticks out their hands almost like you have like a light golem around you now that has caught this with your channel divinity and it stopped it from crushing the party and destroying this tree that you are all about to run through to get to safety and you're able to get it and throw that to the side and as your group is running through, between the, as the, the dust kind of settles and the big cloud, like a big dust cloud gets kicked up, obviously, from you stopping this giant chunk of building, as the dust settles, you look and the tower is how you remember it before. And then you blink. Then you're inside this domed room with a circle in the middle. No gem or crystal like the others have described previously. You just see a circle of what looks to be ruins around it. You feel the warmth in your right hand. And as you look over, you see a golden armored person next to you. Someone very close to you. It's hard to make out their, f- their physical features. It's kind of been a running bit of a theme with these visions. That it's hard to... But as you see, and you just hear their voice say to you, when times get tough, we must protect this, for this will be the only thing to protect us. This will be our last stand, our last stand against Unis. Barrier will stop him. This this tower will also stop him from being able to, uh, to amass his army. When all things go bad, this is where we will join. This is where... We will hunker down and make our last stand against Unis. Here, we will be safe. And then you hear, (gasps) as you kind of snap out of it, and you see this tower's half fallen, crumbled around. And then as you look, you just see your party members running through this tree. And then that's when it clicks in your mind. This tower was the ancient elves of the... uh, previous era, the era before the era of darkness, this was going to be their stronghold, and this barrier what was, was supposed to protect them. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm sure almost didn't make any sort of rash decision at all. No. <laughs> it's fine. It's totally fine. Um, yeah, she's not running through the tree after them. She is going to be dodging pieces of falling tower and trying to help anybody she can see who might be almost getting crushed by anything so okay that's her afternoon <laughs> my bad when we get to the other side Jack like gives a single crocodile to your Jack's so proud you uh, party created so many casualties more than Jack could have done 
I like to what imagine happened? you plug us. <laughs> oh, I mean, so you're just outside, there. just inside the wall near the uh, Zenfly Inn, yeah. where the park mm-hmm. down the street. Yeah, that has like, to be hundreds of elves, says Jack. I'm not worried about that. The I whole was just... plan was to get rid of the tower, get rid of the barrier, to help save the people. That's exactly what we did. Yeah, I tried to, like, I just wanted to, like, stab it real quick to see if, like, it could be damaged. And then the next thing you know, I passed out and then almost has an idea. There was this crystal. There was all this magical energy coming from it. And then almost was like, hey, I got an idea. And I'm like, I can help. And then through the power of friendship, uh, we crashed the tower. So, dome down? Looks like it. Uh, yeah, it looks like it. Tower yep. down. I mean, Chuck, it looks like we're doing your plan. Yeah. It's like Chuck's <laughs> plan. My Chuck's plan. Yeah. Hey. Kill everybody. Gotcha. gotcha. The plan was to get rid of the tower, and we got rid of the tower. That's all that matters. Hey, is there a quick, quick Blood Hunter vibe check? Um, how's the. Is the city looking? Is, is there like a sudden, very bad vibe from the city? Where's my other D20? Oh, yeah, that's a good idea. Where Laurel? From the distance that we're at? Roll, oh roll me that vibe check. Can I roll that vibe check? Absolutely oh. not. That's a pair of threes, baby. Six. No, she probably pancakes. Wait, no, one's a d12. Hold on. She probably pancakes us, Jack. Oh, sorry. No, it's a it's a three and a one. My bad. Can you can you do it again, Chalk? We should go back and get her. No, Jack can only do that once. That was his get out of trouble card. With your three, it's a six. I just squirted With... water all over my face. <laughs> With your six, thanks. you are able to sense darkness from beyond the wall, outside of the city. What? And there's a wall in the way. I can't see. You can't see it. If you were to climb up the wall and look, you might be able to see. Oh, it's, a, it's a big wall, right? 20 feet. Oh, yeah. Can I? Can I? Is it a climb smooth? It? Can I climb it? Is it easy? Is it? With your fancy uh, parkour boots. Custom made to fit your feet. Yeah, look, man, it's a bit. So you just you just see all of a sudden Avian's like, uh oh, bleeding from the eyes, and just yells out parkour and runs up a wall. That's how she activates her boots. Parkour, Uh parkour. (laughs) Your boots Uh, bad? No. You look out into the distance. You see people like all the shanty towns out there. People running like crazy. Some people are running trying to climb the wall or whatnot. In that area where you sense the darkness, you look, you see a giant portal open. Uh-huh. And then the ground almost starts to shake a little bit, and you see people start coming through it. And as you look at these, what looks to be soldiers, clad in gold and purple armor, marching in unison from this portal, hundreds upon hundreds of soldiers just start marching out of this giant portal. You've seen this armor before. You're very familiar with it. This is the Sphian army. And with that, we will end this week's episode. Thank you for joining us this week, and we hope that you teleport and march on on to our uh, Twitter, YouTube, and on our Twitch page, and make sure you follow, subscribe, and like to find out what this group that may have just brought on the apocalypse does next time would you expect any less (laughs) of misfit roles